0: Welcome back, folks, to Two Bits One Puck. I'm your host, Mr. Intangibles, a ping-pong ball watcher, and a Satan worshipper, Dan Masters, with my good friend, a man who does his homework, and a man who's ducking me like the chavs down the road duck the bailiffs. Well, if you're human, we'll hide him. I d-
1: I feel like that's a bit... I don't think anyone could talk about chavs anymore without being classist,
0: because it is relatively classist, isn't it? No, because I grew up in a council house, and I wasn't like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not well- well-equipped enough as as per usual to talk about this complicated social, societal subject uh, yeah, as,
0: as per usual the, uh, the middle class son of a vicar does, can't quite comment on the, uh, the northern working classes <laughs> see
1: we we get chaps down here
0: and I middle see, I, thought, class, I just thought
1: it was more of a northern thing chaps nah you get them everywhere mate those filthy animals spread like wildfire I just,
0: I just assumed they were called something different down your way Now there, there was I, I don't even want to
1: say the word anymore because I've I now realised since growing up that it's a far more offensive term than we ever realised it was. Re- regionally, we used to call them P words. Oh, uh, fucking hell. Yeah, rather. Yeah, Jesus. The, yeah, because, because, we didn't, didn't really, yeah, at least didn't, you didn't necessarily know. know that, yeah, that was a particularly offensive term for a, for a traveller. But, um, yes. yeah, I always thought it was just interchangeable middle class is a funny thing. And I, I always, always, i spoke about this ages ago my mates like struggling with like class identity because yeah, I, I appreciate that I had a better upbringing than a whole load of other people. But it's like we talk about it time and time again, Dan, like neither of us are rich. Like I, I definitely wouldn't say that I'm particularly comfortable financially. Again, I'm sitting, I'm nowhere near the poverty line, thank fuck. But I'm still in a situation where if I missed a single paycheck, I'd be fucked. Like if I if X Y Z happened, I would be relatively
0: fucked. So like, oh yeah, but your your class isn't what you are now. You're you're born into yeah, your and class. Yeah, and that's that's, that's the thing, isn't it? that's the thing. You can't change it. You are middle class because you were born like you. That's what you were born into. So like Georgia, what? my daughter is middle class because she's going to grow up in a middle class house. We have two cars. A fucking, we live in a detached house with a garage, all that kind of shit. You know, whereas I grew up. I am working class because you know that's that's kind of how I grew up. So it is weird, right? Three <laughs> very quick things before we push on with some news. We're are you telling me this isn't, this isn't the top bill on the uh, on the no, no, surprisingly, no. Yeah, actually, no. Four very quick things. First thing is we are live watching Blue Jackets Lightning game two just started.
1: Sorry, do do we have to keep the podcast going as long as the game's going?
0: Because <laughs> I would like to. I've, I've got to get up early tomorrow so yeah no you're right you're right oh yeah we'll talk about that in a bit don't worry fucking uh, up. second thing have you won at full guys yet no
1: no i had another okay. top five the the thing with full guys is i i get whenever i get to the final or like the top five or whatever it is it's always that fucking tail capture the flag type thing and i'm oh, that's awful oh, i'm pants at that i think it's like, Mate, yeah, don't, that's the worst one don't let me don it to the final in in a certain type of game and then, like, bam! Here's some fucking shit nonsense.
0: That's not. Yeah, you're right. It's not fair. That's the worst one for sure. People should know that you're ducking, playing me at NHL 20. Now that you've got a PS Plus subscription, which is shameful.
1: Te- temporary PS Plus subscription. Yeah, yeah.
0: All it's uh, going to suddenly uh, run out tomorrow. What, what's
1: <laughs> No, all, all, um, all teetering on whether I've become addicted to Fall guys or not, and uh, f- shock horror, it's already fucking happened.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, so far, yeah, I am. I've, had, then, I've had. The last thing, before we move on to real news, is the NHL needs a Ronnie O'Sullivan, desperately.
1: Where did that come from?
0: I, I agree. Do not you know what he said? No, what did he say? It was the best thing. <laughs> the best thing. He's amazing. I love Ronnie O'Sullivan. If you don't know who Ronnie O'Sullivan is, he is a, I think he's a three or four time former snooker world champion. In my opinion... The most naturally gifted snooker player to ever play the game. There have been better players, but he was born to play snooker. Just gets it, can make all the shots. He's been at the top now for sort of twenty years, and some players have just kind of hung around for a long time. So they were talking to him after his quarterfinal win, and the person said, Are you? This is live on the you know live on the BBC, by the way. Are you surprised that?" you've managed to stay at the top and stay relevant for so long, players like you, John Higgins, Mark Williams. I love where says, this is going. Well, no, because the young players are rubbish now, aren't they? They're just not very good. They're pretty much amateurs at this point. They're useless. <laughs> well, Jesus, Ronnie. Don't hold back, mate. Just say what you think. I was, was hoping we... these. He's just kind of pulling these faces just like, Ugh, oh, they're just... Oh, my God. They're just they're awful. He basically though. called them all amateurs. They're a disgrace to snooker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was basically that. Oh, there it is. He said. Uh, he said. If they, he said basically, if, he said if they were playing in my day, they'd be kind of half good amateurs, not even good amateurs, half good amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> still get still get spanked two or three times down the pub. He was playing a game, was winning. Oh, lightning just scored. He was playing a you, game. You You
1: must be quite far behind me. I reckon you. Sorry, actually, yeah, I reckon you're about twenty seconds behind. Yeah,
0: maybe maybe you can come up with the uh, with the updates then. I would, Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do the color commentary today. Yeah, you can call it today. He, Raniel Sullivan was playing a was playing a game of snooker in a you know a major major tournament. Uh, Potted a shot, was winning the game, and then just walked off. Everyone was kind of oh, is he is he gone? What's happening? In in the literally in the middle of a, a frame of snooker, and he just said he just said yeah, I just wasn't in the mood today. I just wanted to go home and have a cup of tea. That was it. Out of the tournament, just because he self like forfeited.
1: He says on no, no, I'm not in the right frame of mind for this. Just couldn't be bothered. He's, he's just very efficient he's like alright
0: he's incredible. efficient
1: if you've made that one I haven't got a chance to see you later yeah forget it there's not, it's not like, like
0: 17 frames left but who cares didn't he am I making this up or didn't
1: he like, have, a, have the old point or two while he was while he was playing
0: am I making that up no no he was he was the generation after that
1: oh, there right players there, who yeah.
0: did do uh, um, Alex Higgins used to do that all the time Alex Higgins would down pints while he was playing and still rinse guys like 10-3 <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> just embarrassing Okay, let's move on to the news. We'll start with the uh, surprising news just broken about an hour ago that uh, Claude Julien won't be back for this series against the Flyers as he uh, experienced chest pains and had to go to the hospital. Obviously, best wishes to Claude. A huge part in my hockey joy uh, that man did bring. Of course. uh, best wishes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, best wishes to
1: him. Yes, that's scary stuff. Hospitalized with chest pains like Jesus Christ.
0: But you just to mention <laughs> <laughs> and well I will just say as well that Berggevin's um Bergevin has had a quote saying you know he's he- he's heard good things and that Claude's sort of getting better on the men, so thankfully that's uh, good news, but there was a Habs press release, and the uh, the first line of the last i would say the, the kind of the last uh did do sort of three lines of this press release as something else and it's uh, I can't decide if it's hilarious or thoughtful or it's something you'd have to say because again I'm not in that market maybe Jason or Dyson Sphere or anybody who knows that market knows if this is something you should say but it just came across as absolutely balmy to me and Will uh, and it was that and I quote we understand that Kirk does not because Kirk um, oh god what's his last name Uh, Kirk Muller's taken over as head coach for the rest of the series so the statement was we understand that Kirk does not speak French, but these are exceptional circumstances and we're <laughs> asking for your understanding.
1: Like, <laughs> exceptional circumstances.
0: Like, like, like I'll uh, say, like Julian might have had a fucking heart attack. And we're just like, look, I'm sorry, but the guy doesn't speak French. I mean, what do you want me to do?
1: <laughs> we've <laughs> asked we've been, we've bed We we spoke to his doctor but we just can't get him out. I'm sorry. <laughs> there there was another part of this say. press conference that jumped out to me as well. Talking about Julian's situation and the fact that he's not, he's not going to be back for the rest of the series. Not just, you know, he's always oh, he's out tonight. We might see him tomorrow now. He's done for at least a couple of weeks. And, uh, and Julian said something to the, to the tune of, oh, well, it wasn't the coaches who, who got us here. It was the players. Oh. <laughs> so, he so, yeah, this no, yeah, a, that, he is fucking in a, he's in a fight for his life. And, uh, it's, <laughs> 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 his, his bloody boss while Bergman is just like, yeah, we didn't fucking need him anyway, mate. <laughs>
0: The players play. The coaches don't even do anything. <laughs> even hell. Look, Look Mark. Wh-
1: watch. We'll put in a geezer who doesn't even speak French, and we'll still fucking win.
0: <laughs> the fucking the fucking nurse is such straddling Claude's chest, pushing down as hard as they can Sorry. to get his heart going. And my is just like, yeah, we didn't do anything anyway. Don't don't bother. mate. Save yourself some trouble. Don't bother. You it want to be, you pretty. want to be safe for Philip to know. That's who you want to save. Yeah. wasn't Claude making save after save this postseason, was it? No. Yeah, no, mate. Get <laughs> on, Mark. Oh Jesus Christ! Speaking of Van, you seen that new picture of him just lounging in that chair? Did it? He's got, he's got, got some, got some ink
1: there, isn't he? Oh, oh, Marky yeah. Mark!
0: Never realised he was tatted <laughs> up. And I'm sure, I'm sure he's bigger than he was last time we made made fun of him being the Incredible Hulk. Like, oh like, dude's fucking huge. He's he's actually sitting
1: in a cathedral. It
0: just looks like he's <laughs> in a in a room with a slightly high ceiling. <laughs> He's actually sat on the Lincoln Memorial in Washington in that giant chair. It's actually been put to him as like a normal chair. <laughs>
1: he's, <laughs> he's putting on so much mass that his muscles are like stretching his bones.
0: I know. I love. I love. I love pictures of Bergeron just like being hulked. He's you a big know? user.
1: Hilarious. What can we say? Absolutely um, fucking. Unit. He's like 6 three, isn't he? Six three, six four. Dude, he's fucking tank. In he absolute tank. Fucking monster, mate. I want to see him. I'd say I want to see him super up, but by all accounts it wasn't all that impressive what he did christ almighty let's
0: uh hang on i'll fire in i'll be here now let's start the show yeah do alright then we're
1: far enough we're past the 10 minute mark so we can start
0: So one thing I do want to mention, and I mentioned this to you on our little uh, our little WhatsApp chat this week, was uh, I'm happy that those uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets showed those skill ferios over in Toronto that's great and jam is what wins your games well. Discuss.
1: <sighs> oh, just, uh, what, what do you want me to say? I'm gonna say no. Because <laughs> it's, it's not like they fucking bullshit bullied their way to winning that
0: series. They, oh they did they leaned on him though they leaned on him a lot
1: yeah they leaned on them but they still required skill to fucking do it do you know what I mean it's not like every single goal they scored was half an inch out with fucking 17 players in the crease like no <laughs> it, it it was it was fucking reliant on Pierre-Luc Dubois actually deciding that he's a really fucking good hockey player
0: yeah and, and the Blue Jackets deciding that whoever goes in goal it doesn't really matter they'll just Who, win anyway
1: who gives a shit? That's that's the one major positive coming out of this blue jacket. Can you call it a run? Are, are they already on a run? Does it count if you've won one yeah, round? Technically, not even... they've had
0: one playoff game so far. Technically,
1: that's the if so they, uh, well, we they only had one
0: or not. Well, have they had one playoff games.
1: game or have they had two and a half playoff games?
0: Yeah, who knows?
1: <laughs> that's the question. Yeah, yeah, they're they're finally proving that goaltender means fuck all. So just chuck make, make up a geezer's name. Elvis Merz Lickens. Like, that's not a real yep. person. I don't,
0: just pick uh, out 20 letters out of a scramble bag and just arrange them into a first name and then maybe a second name, and that's oh. who your goal is.
1: Well, you, you had to have a recognisable first name, didn't you?
0: That's true. That's true. It was, they were deciding between Elvis
1: or Wacko. <laughs> um, <and> <laughs> Tarquin. Tarquin. <laughs> Tarquin, Tarquin Merz I know Tarquin. I know Tarquin. actually used to work with a guitar called Tarquin, and he was exactly... How he was, he was like how You think he is, but the the sort of dumb posh person. Do you know? I like dumb and bumbling.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you would never have seen that show, Harry Enfield show. There was a character called Tim, nice but dim.
1: Yeah, sounds sounds exactly like. And
0: that. he was basically yeah, super posh, but was obviously led like just an incredibly sheltered life and didn't kind of understand how things worked.
1: Shout out to Tarquin, whatever your name was. But of course, the Blue Jackets were going to win that series, though, to get it slightly back on track. Of yeah, course, they fa- fucking were. It was never gonna cause and and the beauty of it is we now get to watch Toronto implode until January?
0: Yeah. D- January stroke
1: December maybe? Whenever, yeah, whenever we're thinking about actually starting this thing up again next year.
0: What well, and then and then they'll be the best team again.
1: Well once they once they trade
0: William that
1: they will be. So just to quickly do the sort of bit we're obliged
0: to do, what do you reckon happens to Toronto? There's got there's gotta be a trade out there, hasn't there? I, I don't know. I don't know. To not to not put it all on Toronto, we we're gonna we'll, we'll have a quick chat about the Preds later as well. And we've already spoken about the Sharks and Oh god, who else was the, we're gonna be talking about the coyotes? There are a ton of teams who maybe they'll just have to deal with each other to sort their problems out. Because it's fine just saying, Well you're gonna have to trade Will and Neilander then. That's fine. But now you've got to find a team who's got enough space to take on his cap hit. Unless what? Toronto's going to eat salary, which they're probably not going to want to do because then you're getting in a two and a half, $3 million, defender again. What's the point? The, the team you're trading with is going to have to have enough room to take that player on anyway and have the piece that you want in return. But it didn't work last time because the Avs were happy to eat some of Tyson Barry's contract. So, you know, and, and the Leafs have still got to resign. They've still got to re-sign two players, and I can't remember who it is. But I know there was two players they've still got to re resign: uh, McKev, so, Dennis Morgan, Freddie Gauthier, but, but, oh Travis, so, Travis so, Dermot. So what do
1: you do? that—that's why I think it'll be it'll be Nylander. You know, sort of past
0: prejudices aside, Nylander at just on seven million is the one that you can move. Yeah, you can. But a team's got to have enough room to fit that seven million in.
1: But you're more you're more likely to find a team to fit that seven mil than you are. Ten and a
0: half no, eleven no. I agree, I agree. But but this all this kind of if you've got a trade in Elander discussion, I I am you know, and I'm not sure Defensemen right now are such I mean more than ever I think, such a premium. It's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. In my opinion, the Leafs are better off trading Anderson, because that's five million. You've just we you see all the time. Oh my god, like Peter Mrazic. What did Peter and cost at the hurricanes last year? Like two million quid, something like that. Yep. and and you just like hang on a minute. Pete Mrazek's playing this well. What? Why? Robin Lane, a million, a million and a half to the Islanders before he gets you know a bigger contract in Chicago for like one year. Just do that.
1: I'll, I'll tell you what. Though. I'll tell you what. Even though he's two million dollars more expensive, I bet it's easier to move William Nealander this summer. Oh yeah. Because how can you come off of a playoff embarrassment and then trade your starting goaltender? Who's, who's going to take it? Do you know what I mean? Like, you've just been mugged off by, by bad goaltending and he's had a down year and you're going to try and trade him to me. So now, mate, you're eating, (laughs) you're, you're going to actually pay Freddie Anderson six million dollars next year and I'm not going to pay him fucking anything. And I'm, I'm going to give you half a six round pick. Like, that's, you, you're going to get dick all and and nobody's even going to want to give you dick all. If I I had the
0: time and if, and if it was, something I got paid to do, I would absolutely, and I would absolutely go through and look at like, okay, these are possible destinations where he can go Nylander. But, you know, it's just, it's just not that easy. And teams, 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 if they've got any sense, should know that the, the leads are going to be desperate. So any return you get should be heavily weighted in your favor. Yeah, that's fine. Well, you know, we'll have Nylander and this off you for this one player, because that's maybe what it's going to cost. Hmm. You're just not you're not you're just not going to get many Ryan Johansson for Seth Jones deals, especially for this me. season and the next season, are you? Because it's just everyone's tight to the cap and they've got to make all those figures work. So,
1: well, you you might get the Johansson for Jones type deals, like you say, between two clubs that are in similar situations that Nashville and Columbus were. Like, say you've got, oh, I, I can't think of who it might be, but somebody who needs a forward and has too many D men. You know, I could see a knee-lander for whoever it might be, kind of swap.
0: I mean, Carolina's got a ton of space like, at the blue line, haven't they?
1: Like a, a ton for, of options. For, oh yeah, but then they're not in dire need for a forward. Yeah, exactly. I'm soon stand pat.
0: But then you can you can never have too many good players. So if you can afford to lose a defenseman for a yeah, player, but then also you'd maybe get something. In your favor, yeah. Okay, say for example, let me think of I don't know Brady Shea. whatever. I'm just I know they're not going to do it because just you know they spent a the first round pick on him or whatever. But Ooh, Columbus you know, if, if it's that kind of thing, then you still should have you still should weight it in your favor because then Toronto, are the team that are in the need, they need that player kind of thing. So I
1: was, was going to say, I think Carolina are a really interesting um, case for that because yeah, like you say. You can never have too many good players. Carolina have already proved that they aren't afraid of taking on too many good players. And guess who has $6.25 million coming off their cap after this season? No way. Patrick Marleau. Patrick Marleau, buyer. Of
0: course.
1: Costs them nothing. Zero dollars next year. So you'd be effectively paying an extra 750, less than 750 grand to get William Nylander. Plus you'd have whoever you trade for him coming off the books.
0: I'm not sure if you read this or not but there's quite a few articles out there about Toronto so maybe, maybe look up one of <laughs> those before we do 45 minutes on it
1: oh, yeah, I haven't read any of them but I can only assume yeah. I can only imagine
0: how many are out there I would just like to quickly quickly show some goalie union support for Freddie Anderson I will say and this is a terrible stat I will say in his last 8 series clinching games he's 0 for 8 but whatever forget about that
1: are you going to put an age range on that or <laughs>
0: But and I know that that second goal he gave up to Columbus when it went through his legs was a shocker. But he gets no fucking help from that decal at all, <coughs> at all. <coughs> like when when Fauri scores that goal, you got to look at the defensive positioning. I think it was Mar- I think it was um, marinson was was the player, and he's just he's not giving Anderson any help. He's caught in two minds, and he just sits in front of the net, so Anderson can't like get himself set. So it's like, yeah, it's a bad goal to let in, but I can see why it happens. Anyway. I'm,
1: I'm glad you mentioned Liam Fowdy, because uh, I, I never realised that his name is actually pronounced Foodie, which is ridiculous. It's not pronounced Foodie. It's pronounced Foodie. Shut <laughs> up. I was watching one of the games on the Columbus feed, and they called him Liam Foodie. It's fucking mental, all the, all this time. Because he's, he's got a brother who's in the star system. Oh no, there's, there's another one called uh, Jean-Luc Foudy. Um
0: Oh, that's not nearly as fun.
1: Well. That's nowhere near as fun. Well. But yeah, so for for years, but oh yeah, Liam Foudy, there he is. No, nope. Liam Foudy, it's fucking fucked up. Pissed me off actually.
0: I'm kind of hoping his brother was called Baby. Baby.
1: <laughs> like, why would his <laughs> Why would his brother be called Baby?
0: Because if he's the younger one, they could have nicknamed him Baby.
1: Was that like a little oh, mate? Not enough nicknames in the NHL.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's just your it's just the player's last name with a with a Y or an R next to it.
1: I do not I mean I mean like the like the proper old school ones where you'd have like Oh yeah, no I agree. I agree. Fucking um ah, oh, like Boom Boom Jeffrey and, and that'd be what he'd actually be called and stuff like that. Who's exactly. the other one? Like Cobby Burton uh, Another another name thing I was thinking about earlier today. When are we gonna get some mononyms up in the old NHL? Shit, yeah, I don't know. Some proper South American mononyms. We need, more, we need South American players in the game to start with.
0: <laughs> Actually, yeah, we need more South American names. Yeah, because you, this is quite a, quite often you'll get Brazilian footballers just called Fred or Joe. <laughs> Fucking and I'm not it. even joking. Those are two legit Brazilian footballers.
1: Which which Fred are you talking about, Dan? That's the question. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, and then
0: there's it's Chris. like Genino. There's been like five Janineos. There's only one Janineo in my I there's only one in my eyes, which is the, the smaller one, the Middlesbrough Janino. Well, um, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, um, uh, Perman Permancano, the Leon one.
0: No, he's Leon. I'm talking to Middlesbrough Janino, the small Janino.
1: Wait, yeah. I thought they were the same player. No,
0: they're two different. See, <laughs> no, they're well, two you, different two, mate. two different Brazilian
1: Janinos who are both yep. shit at free kicks.
0: Yep, mate. Yep. I don't believe you. I swear. I throw in a stack of players. There's, f- there's a Leon Geninio and a Middlesbrough Oh Giannino, shit! I promise.
1: Well, fuck me.
0: There you go. There you go. See,
1: you learn. You learn something new <laughs> every day.
0: One little interesting <laughs> stat was that. Um, well, there's a, there's a few come out of the uh, the playing round. Uh, my favourite so far is that Saint John Tavares' big move. He's played in less playoff series than the Islanders. That really? is just hilarious. That is hilarious. Let's be honest. And then an interesting take this week from Justin Bourne. Saying that the Nordic <gasps> players didn't quite turn up, which is something was this fucking
1: Vikings on Amazon Prime, is it yeah. <laughs> who to to make sweeping comments about a set of players based on their race is one thing dan but i I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've heard of soft europeans i've I've even heard of Scandinavians <laughs> being referred to as soft. But who the fuck <laughs> is talking about Nordic players? I don't know. Nordic players. Nordic like, players. Fucking hell. It's all like... <laughs> I, I, I just don't get it. Obviously, it's a, it's a racist and sweeping statement about a set of players who are absolutely not to blame for fucking the Leafs' pro- problems. But it's also a weird one to, <laughs> to pop out of there.
0: It's really weird. It's really weird.
1: It's like oh the the blonde players on the Leafs Leafs just aren't doing it this year are they and and for a guy who oh, yeah he he his work has fallen into that the trappings of an ex player writing about hockey especially writing about hockey culture before so it's maybe not been the most forward thinking writer of all time but Christ I thought he was better than that nonsense.
0: Yeah, so Justin Bourne wrote, have the Leafs Nordic players, Nielander Captain and Angval Johnson been good? Maybe not. But have they been outright, but have, have they been outright awful either? Oh, objectively, yes. Yes, they have. So I just wrote back, did the three highest paid players making a combined $33.5 million fail to register a point in two games? Yes. Are the North Americans? Oh, yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> You're calling out the Nordic players, again, in quotes, the Nordic players. And yet, your fucking top three guys didn't get a single point in two games. I mean, fair enough. All right, you can be annoyed at the team, but be annoyed at the team. Don't just single out those players. It, it just looks fucking shit.
1: Especially when to to your point, so it was it was Nylander, Johnson, Kapanen, and uh, Engvall. Yeah, so Pierre Engvall makes 9, 925,000 against the cap, and Kapanen and Johnson make fucking a combined six point six. So it's like. Come on.
0: Chuck them all together and you've barely got fucking one Matthews. The four top guys on the Leafs make it was something like $100,000 less than the entire Columbus forward line. Like the entire um, Columbus forward core. Jesus
1: fucking Christ. That's meant to hurt. Uh,
0: shit, blue jackets up to oh, one. you Oh, I just about go.
1: to say. Oliver Pylstrand, Br- another Nordic player getting the job another done. Another
0: Nordic player, yeah. Look Soft. at that. Look Soft. at that filthy
1: Nord. How dare he? You
0: see what's happened there, don't you, is that Vasilevsky's let him score. Yeah. He's well, a Nordic player, so he thinks, do you know what, Nordic player's taking a bit of a beat in there, I'll, I'll give him on here, just to make him feel a bit better.
1: If, if there's one thing worse than a, a Nordic player, Dan, it's, a, uh, it's an enigmatic Russian, i say. Oh,
0: mate, they're the worst, aren't they? They're I just know,
1: the never their enigmas, but they're always speaking, writing in acrylic, you know is is. Can't read their writing, do you know what, to understand be understand
0: their words. You know Vasilevsky's got a fucking great nickname. What, Vasi? No, the Big Cat.
1: That's not even his nickname. That's fucking Felix Popham.
0: No, that was The Cat. Oh. Vasilevsky's
1: The Big Cat. Oh, The Big Cat. Oh, completely different. Why is he called The Big Cat? Yeah. Well, because he's, he's a massive pussy. Yeah. Hey, eh? There you go. Eh? Fucking oh. have some of that. Right. Sweat. Yeah, but what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> what is he called, The Big Cat? It's a fucking naughty girl what from Yorkshire. There's got to be some...
0: Because he's large and athletic, like a tiger. How about that?
1: Fair. Why don't they call him the Tiger?
0: Do you know why he's called the Big Cat? It's because he works at a large cat sanctuary with Carol Baskins in the office. In the office. <laughs> <Baskin. laughs> <laughs> That's why.
1: He's the yeah. he's the Russian uh, Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah, the Russian Joe Exotic. Oh, fucking two one blue jackets. I can't believe it. Well, so, they- I was going to say, I was going to say, Dan. Uh, I was trying to say to you, rather hinting at. I thought I, st- I still think probably that the fact that Tampa Bay won the first game, like the jitters have to be gone. Or if they do lose this series, you can't you can't say, or oh, they they were still scared of the boogeyman Blue Jackets sort of thing. And I, I reckon the fact that the Lightning have won that first game, they'll take the series now.
0: I may as well mention this now. Because I was, I was going to mention it later. Like little things I've noticed during the some of the the games I've watched. Because obviously it's on at a great time for us in England. There's loads of games <laughs> on, and we can watch quite a lot of them. Do you know what the Blue Jackets do really, really well? Cool. Is every simple thing, and that sounds crazy, but they just they are perfect, perfect at every little thing. You should every little basic thing you should do. Yeah, in, your you ten market. foot passes
1: sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: It just. <laughs> And even even penalties, they're so good. They are every time. So there was a couple of times in the game the other night, the five OT game, where you could just see a Blue Jackets player could have absolutely lit up a Lightning player, and I mean just annihilated him. But he didn't. He'd get there, just stop, just in time. Maybe catch him a little bit, but just poke check. Nothing silly. No messing about. No stupid penalties. They are so good. They are so good at the basics. I mean, it's just, clearly it's you know it's just drilled into them. But fuck, it was, ama- it was amazing to watch. It's, it's amazing what being
1: verbally uh, abused by John Sorella for what three, four years however long it's been now was just drilling some level of discipline for you.
0: It is that kind of thing, isn't it? I mean, you know, we can laugh and joke, but it, it's that kind of. He's clearly just coaching them perfectly. They every just all the basics are just I, I've never. At no point watching that game did I think, oh my God, that was a fucking terrible pass. What are you doing? I mean, what have you seen there that clearly no one else has seen? No, there was none of that. At no point. I just kept watching thinking, oh my God, they're, they're so good at just every little basic thing you should do. So good. And and that's what, that's what a lot of coaches should focus on. I say, yeah, it's right.
1: Because that's the stuff that you can coach, like the game-breaking talent and any, any skill, any individual ideas that a player does have, you're not going to coach that. If you say right, oh, yeah. we're going to get the fucking fundamentals sorted. We're going to get that lock solid, and then do what you fucking want with the rest of the rest of it. You know what I mean? Get get us across that. Get us possession in the ozone. Then do whatever the hell you want. That's yeah. a decent enough strategy, i say. It,
0: it's so stupid. It's so stupid. But it was just work hard. You know, finish your four checks and be defensively set up properly, and then you know, hopefully we'll get a couple of breaks and we'll be okay. I mean, Christ, they just... They work teams to death. To death. Very impressed.
1: (laughs) Nobody knows it better than Taken Bay Lightning.
0: So, after the Leafs go out, they have a 12.5% of winning the draft lottery.
1: Oh, God, we haven't even even done this yet.
0: Uh, Congrats to the New York Rangers who won the draft lottery. And a lot of interesting things already coming out of this. I'm, I'm happy that the Rangers won it because I think for two reasons. I like to... If they do decide to keep it, which we'll get on to in a minute, but it's good for the league if they win it. I know you're maybe not going to give a shit about that because who cares where Lafreniere plays, but I like the fact he's going to play in a big market. He's not playing in Minnesota or Winnipeg because I, you know, at least I'll get to watch him a lot, which is good. And I, I've mentioned this many, many times. The Rangers did a rebuild and did it properly. No fucking around. They come out and say to their fans, here's the deal, this is what we're doing. Get behind us. Let's go for it. They've signed the best agent possible. They get a one and a two in the lottery. They get seemingly two good goalies that they're happy with. I'm, I'm kind of happy he's going to go there, if he does go there.
1: I think you're absolutely right. I'd rather him be on, on the Rangers. So like you say, he's going to get some more matinee games for us. He's going to be in the spotlight sort of thing. As opposed to, I don't know, maybe going to the Edmonton Oilers, perhaps. and. Uh... <laughs> And you just never never seen nor hear from him ever again.
0: That's true. So, Who so are those two guys they've got there again? Is it I. Michaels and
1: Michael? my, my my. <laughs> my um, Michaels
0: and dri- And
1: dry, Drysdale, dry's Dribble. <laughs> no, never heard of him. Didn't even, didn't even know On the flip side of this,
0: though. On the flip side of this though, this is it for the Rangers now. That's it. They have to deliver. All the pieces there, everything's been done. Regardless of what we think of their roster and I know we talked about this last year and we were kind of saying, well, they're still missing things. But uh, to me, that's it now. You've got the first overall pick. He should play, if he goes there, he should play immediately. They've done everything they set out to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think they they still need to fix a lot though. Yeah, you you can't ask for more than getting Artemi Panarin and Alexis LeFretel, the first overall pick within the space of a year.
0: And Capo Caco.
1: And Capocaccio, but there's a lot to do. Like they're still, I don't like their centre depth behind the manager. Like Ryan Stone has done well, but I don't think you want Ryan Stone to be your second line centre in an ideal world. And their their D is still still leaves well, a lot to be desired. Like Adam Fox is is going to come along, and they've got a couple of other decent young players there. But I don't fucking like it. Do you know what I
0: mean? They've got a pipeline though as well. I mean, they have got they, you know, they had what? They have three first round picks last year. Yeah, you know, some of those like players that. should at least be making like at least one of those players should make at least some inroads this year, or you know, in the, in the coming season.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, soon enough. But it's all, yeah, it's all just it's all ifs and buts, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you're a prospect, and until you actually make it, and prospects aren't yeah, anything. So,
0: I <sighs> in, say so, interestingly then that you mentioned the centre depth because straight away. And I know Wisniewski put out this article today, but he wasn't the first person I heard mention it. I think the first, it was either it might have been Ray Ferraro or Pierre LeBrun was the first person to mention a trade between the Kings and the Rangers. It seems to make more sense than anything else in the world. I mean, fair enough. The Kings might have to add one other, you know, something good from their prospect pool, which is massive, but. You know, if you're the Rangers, you get you can get Byfield and then one of the Kings' good prospects, and the Kings get Lafreniere. I mean, that just seems like it seems too obvious, right? It,
1: it does seem like a match made in heaven, really, doesn't it? Because the Kings have got centre prospects coming out of the fucking bazo. It should happen in a lot of ways, or if not, there should be something to done, to be done with Ottawa. because all we could do is a Lafreniere level player.
0: That would, yeah, that was the thing because I think sometimes people forget. I don't know, if, and maybe it on on this side of the pond, there's a Otterost. Is it a French-speaking market? So sure yeah, they're like they're split up Yeah, like, they, yeah, they still conduct all their interviews and post you know presses and all that in English and French. So
1: because I think oh, it's always on the border, isn't it with Quebec and Ontario?
0: You're testing my Canadian geography there, and I apologize to my Canadian friends, but this isn't I'm, that good.
1: I'm pretty sure that there's a there's a cheeky little river. Runs through Ottawa. I think one side is Sounds right. quite right. Well, into- I'm glad you finished Can't, your your homework. Don't you worry about that. The Ottawa <laughs> River. What a shit name for a river. But, uh, yeah, mate. North side you got, you got, uh, got Quebec. South side you got Ontario. Fucking there you go, people. Enjoy that. So, yeah, The question, I,
0: the, question the question comes up two different ways for both scenarios. Because, in my opinion, if it's the Rangers and the Kings, do you think the Rangers want to do it? But on the other side, if you are the Sen, and well, I think we've done this before, but are you are you taking that first instead of having three and five? Because you know, the the rumor is it's a really deep draft.
1: But then you could probably get one and five, or even one and three if you are sweeten the pot really. But the one, if 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 I am if I am the Rangers, if I am trading back, I either want Byfield or Rossi. Excuse me, Quentin Byfield or Marco Rossi. Yeah. Yeah. That, so you can, you can definitely get a Byfield at two, or even one, if you hold on to your pick, and you want to go that way. Um, but I don't know if you can definitely get Rossi at five. You could definitely get Rossi at three. And hell, d- there's word coming out that the Kings might even pick Tim Stutzel at two. See, so you might even get a fucking Byfield at three, which would be mental, as we've, as, we, as we've be said safe. before. I wonder why there's a chance that Byfield might slip. Who's who's to say?
0: To so be fair, if the Kings are looking at it, and they are just look, mind you saying that, if you're the Kings and you take Byfield, you've then got even more pieces to kind of say to another team, well, how about we give you one of our fucking 17 centre prospects for a couple of the OD prospects or something like that?
1: I think you you fucking, you take Quinn and Byfield and move out on Erasmus Kapari or fucking whoever. Oh, yeah. Because fuck me, like, is going to be a good player, but uh, Jesus, like you don't... Quentin Byfield's going to be the fucking nuts. who kill Thomas.
0: It seemed It seemed so obvious when the Rangers won it. It just seemed like a kind of, oh, well he's going to New York then. Oh well, that's fine. Until you start really looking at it and you just think, there are a ton of deals here that can be made.
1: There's there's the other one. The other idea
0: that uh,
1: isn't being talked about as much. Training him up to be a centre. I know... I know like Montreal gets dunked on, he's not and going rightfully to Montreal. so. He's
0: going to New York.
1: <laughs> this is the thing. Like Montreal's idea of you know taking a taking a decent winger and just making him a centre. I get that that's yeah you know, a joke. It's a running joke in the hockey community. But just look at Sebastian Ajo. He's fucking done it, and he's a nuts. Even Pierre-Luc Dubois, who, whose praises we've been singing, and rightfully so for this playoff, he spent the majority of his draft year in junior playing left wing. And now he's in the NHL caliber centre.
0: Yeah, if you're the Rangers, you just talk to him and say, Would you consider moving to centre? And if he says, Oh yeah, let's do it, that sounds awesome, then fine. But if he just kind of ums and R's and he's not really into it, I don't know. Do you know what I mean?
1: That that's the thing, isn't it? I think you know, if you're if you're that good and you're playing on the wing as a junior, that there's a reason, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily trust that. But I also think that it could be done he's
0: so good he's so good and just for a team to trade down from 1st would just being safe
1: that's the problem
0: as well like he is that because then it has to work doesn't it it has to work because the then you're the team who traded down from first and fucked it up the fucking
1: ball bag you'd have to have a fucking pull, pull that tra- and that's why I don't think do you, that's why I don't think you'd do it you sooner you sooner tra- you sooner draft um yeah, and trade somebody else to to get a centre. Not that <laughs> that said, your your nine hundred twenty five grand ELC contract is going to be a lot easier to trade than I don't know Chris Kreider.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Let's find out why the Maple Leafs could trade William Needle in Lefrappy life. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he
1: played centre at least like twenty minutes last season. Get him in there.
0: <laughs> When's the draft?
1: Don't know. I don't think, don't think. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, we aside from the games that are happening tomorrow, I don't know what the fuck's happening.
0: Do you know what? You're, yeah, you're absolutely right. We don't even know when the fucking season's going <laughs> to start again. When's the draft? Can't remember. When's free agency? No idea. When? Like, when's all the re-signing shit? Fucking not a clue.
1: And, and we're three days into the playoffs, and we're we're already <laughs> at the point where you know the, the schedule for tomorrow's <laughs> is very much up for up for debate. <laughs>
0: I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say we're three days into the playoffs and I'm already going. Oh, when's your agency start? That's it. No <laughs> have <laughs> done the playoffs yet, Daniel? you fucking idiot. I'm
1: saving that Should for uh, saving that for next week. <laughs> yeah. Have I, have I already uh, burnt yeah. out? I, I don't know. Are you, can, we, can we just pause on something very, very stupid? Are you, on, have you got the lightning feed on your on your stream?
0: Yeah, the three dudes who sat the light like they're in there for a <laughs> company you. With the rug on, with the fucking
1: lightning rug in front of him. <laughs> the fucking... Well, it's Dave Andrew chucking and up a, a couple of fucking nobodies I've never heard of. And the way they're sitting, you know, you know, for the for the fellas or the suit wearers out there, when you're wearing a suit, you don't want it to be hanging over your shoes, because then you look like a schoolboy. So yeah, whenever when you, you sit adds, down wearing it a it suit, clothes. yeah, you, you, your trousers ride up considerably. <laughs> so they're all just sitting there for anyone who doesn't know it's it's a three person in the studio thing and they've done away with the table I assume for social distancing reasons so they're sitting in like you rightly say Dan they're chairs that you only find in a fucking lobby of somewhere <laughs> really really deep armchairs so they're sitting really far back almost at like a their knees are higher than their than their hips and just <laughs> socks like fucking 12 inches of sock just sitting in front of you. And there's nothing in front of them. It, it, look, it looks ridiculous, well, doesn't apart it? From
0: a, apart from a lightning rug, that's it. <laughs> it's
1: like, it. It just looks... It looks like fucking public access TV. <laughs> doesn't it?
0: It doesn't like public access. Just free... Yeah, but I, I find that with a lot of the local... Because obviously we don't... Most of the time, if me or Will are watching hockey, we're watching the local feeds, aren't we? I'm always yeah. watching the MSG feed and shit like that. And it, it's always like that. It's always like that.
1: Yeah, but they—they they have like a desk or something.
0: Yeah, but they can't. They can't. Can they? I don't honestly. No. I, I don't mind it too much, but it does look like they're sat in a lobby waiting for something.
1: Yeah, I, no, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not. It's not upsetting my uh, my enjoyment of the game. I just think no, it's ridiculous. It's it beautiful.
0: Just quickly, last thing on the lottery. Are you okay with how it was decided, or do you think it's stupid?
1: <laughs> you you know what I think about that then. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's, it's fucking moronic.
0: Like, why should they do it though? Just okay, I get it. I get the whole thing is stupid. A team in that position should never have had the chance to get the first overall pick. Do, everyone said it. Just fucking wait till those teams are out, then do the draw like normal. Just wait though. Till, why would you have two draws? That's fucking so dumb. I but they went with this. What would you have preferred for like the 12.5% teams? What would you have done? The, this is the thing.
1: The way it ended up happening. Whatever, I, I, I don't mind about that. I'm talking about the actual fucking process where you've got this yeah. contraption with the bingo balls and Gary Bettman's peering in. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a maple leaf or that's a fucking penguin. Like, and then you've got you've got the issue where the maple leaf ball bounced in and then bounced back out before the Rangers. Twice. Twice. It's like, mate, don't know. What should have happened? There should have been a fucking projector and a geese on a laptop and Gary Bettman himself on the fucking laptop. You plug the laptop into the projector. It's all on a big screen for everyone to see. And he goes goes into, goes into his browser of choice and types in random number generator. <laughs> he gets his Google up. He says, set it one to eight. I'm doing it as we speak, Dan. You hit generate. Oh, look, we got number one. Who was number one? It was the fucking Maple Leafs. There you go. Congratulations. Everybody sees it. There's no fucking about. And we don't get this thing of like, oh, well, the Maple Leafs might have had it. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. It's, just, it's fucking stupid.
0: They should have gone full. They should have gone Dungeons and Dragons and rolled a D eight, an eight sided dice.
1: Yeah, and just
0: same Yeah, same
1: thing. <laughs> then it falls, falls on the floor, off the table. <laughs> <laughs> and you have like the cameraman running like he's filming for the fucking office, and like zooming in on the D eight. It's a six.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then the team, the team who, the, all the teams who lose it, they have to lodge an appeal because if it goes on the floor, it doesn't count. doesn't oh. roll. <laughs>
1: I do you know thought, what
0: I why don't you fucking? Why don't you make a day of it? Do a fucking sudden death shootout. Just keep going until only one team wins. You get an e-bug in nets, and there's one player from every team, and it's a it's a shootout.
1: What? might keep going until when you miss, you you're out sort of thing.
0: Yeah. So say in the first round, say three teams miss, they're all out. Next round, two teams miss, they're out. And then if if in the next round, if every team scores, they carry on. Every team scores, they carry on. Then one team misses, they're out. And then you're down to the last two. Or if you get down to say three or four, if you if you've got four teams left, three miss and one scores, they're the winners. Well done. At least it's some kind of skill involved. Here you go, big gas. Yeah. A, a blindfold and a and a dartboard. Dartboard. Fucking else like bullseye. What turned out nice again. It's Alexis Lafreniere.
1: <laughs> how how could we work oh, a... the the golden balls idea into this? Oh mate, that'd be fucking awesome. I don't know how you would, but I want everything to be golden balls. Or well,
0: the GMs have to do some kind of GMs have to do some kind of quiz or something. You have to do a pub quiz. <laughs> whoever, whoever who ever wins in 1973 with? <laughs> Oh Shit, who is was this? I don't know.
1: It's it's like a pub quiz style, but it's about is this player actually good or not? And if you get it right, you 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 get to win. It's a proof out. I've actually do- been paying attention.
0: Have you ever seen? Ever seen who he play for on the NBA show? No, nah, I've not. But it sounds like something mate it's, fucking, mate. it's that NBA. I don't like basketball. I love everything around basketball except the game, mate. Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley on that show. I think it's called Inside the NBA. It's so fuck It's so funny. It's so funny. They just take the piss out of Charles Barkley all the time because he has no idea who any players play for. He just can't remember who players play for. Well, now, like, I get it. Current players, case, if you. Yeah, current players. Like, players who are playing in the league right now and who might be some of them are quite good. It would never happen in hockey because if you said to a GM, who does this guy play for? And the GM doesn't know, there'd be 17 articles written about how he's not a hockey guy and all that kind of shit. But they will just literally say to Charles Barkley who he play for. And they'll play some music and they'll say, I don't know, they'll go, LeBron James. And they'll go, <laughs> oh, I know that one. That's the Lakers. And they'll go, yeah, okay, well done. And then they'll throw him a, a tough one. I'll make up a name because I don't know anybody. They'll go like... You oh, know, Chris Brian Hall. Johnson. And he'll be like, uh, I don't know, Phoenix? And they'll just like laugh their ass off. Like, oh, you idiot. It's just it's Orlando Magic. <laughs> They're just laughing at him. But it's just, it's great. They should play who he played for. There you go. So,
1: <laughs> so if you get it wrong, you, you're out. It's like, who's...
0: Yeah, you get it wrong, you're out.
1: Who's you been paying attention? Out. Yeah. S- scratch cards. You get... <laughs>
0: scratch cards.
1: You get, you get fucking however many scratch cards you want. I Have it almost like a, like a hot dog eating contest, but for scratch cards, and just do it as fast as you can. Whoever gets a winner first wins.
0: You get you get five hundred dollars worth of scratch cards each. You scratch them all off. Whoever's won the most money at the end of it on their scratch cards wins it. Hey. So
1: so are we talking about five hundred pound scratch cards or a yeah, five,
0: 500 2 hundred two dollar scratch cards? There you go. You got to scratch. Them, you got two hundred fifty scratch cards each. You scratch them all off. Whoever has the most money at the end of it wins. There you go. Perfect. Sold. Just as random. Or, and this was my other idea. How about a duel? But you do it in a playoff format.
1: Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to have like a like a battle royale, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah. Well, I prefer a duel because then it's kind of like the playoffs. It's one on one. You know, the guy who loses is obviously dead, so he's not going to go through <laughs> the next round anyway. So it doesn't matter. But it stills at dawn.
1: <laughs> if if that if that. Okay. For- if our format was set before the playing round
0: and then the Canadians don't throw their <laughs> their playing series, who would have wanted well, to have... It's pistols at dawn. It's not a fight. You know, you've got, to be good, oh. you've got to be good at shooting.
1: That's got to be a fight.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, so yeah, a proper, yeah. A proper duel. Back to back. Three paces. Turn and fire. Old school.
1: No, I want to see. Who's the youngest? I'd say Kaldun. I reckon Kaldun is still... He's probably still fairly
0: fit, though, even though he's a loser. I was going to say, the just, issue would be, the issue would be, is if you had a duel with pistols at dawn, if it was Dubas versus Rutherford, Dubas turns up with a fucking Glock, and Rutherford's got a musket. So, <laughs> <laughs> fucking <blunderbuss>. Glock, <laughs> so, Hang on, I'm just packing uh, the powder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, meanwhile, meanwhile, Dubas pulls out an Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Rutherford's got 18 shots, and him. he's dead.
1: Or, or if, it's, if it's Queensbury rules, just... Called. He was peeing the shit out of a fucking hundred and twelve year old man.
0: <laughs> Queensbury rules. It's fucking uh. To the fucking rules. Captain. I love a Queensbury rules reference.
1: Captain Tom getting is fucking not caved in by Jimmy Neutron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, I'm sweating. It's yeah, you know, this is much better than ping pong balls, isn't it? <laughs> this is what I'm talking
1: about. This what I'm fucking saying.
0: Oh deary, deary me! <laughs> All right, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and being played on a ghetto blaster at Brighton Beach. Because world-ending virus or not, I need a suntan. And if you could leave a five-star review on iTunes or a review where you listen, that would be lovely. And as always, we're brought to you and sponsored by Wave Intel. Let Jason show you why Kerry Price has been lights out so far and made us two idiots look like real fucking idiots.
1: Yeah, don't do his that.
0: Using his- well, yeah. He can show you this using his comparison charts for players and for teams, and there is a ton of easy to read charts available over at Wave Intel. Wave Intel online and on Twitter. Being smart, so you don't have to. Let's do. Should we carry on with the uh, the playoffs or should we go to uh, Dale Talon? What do you want to do?
1: Just do a bit of Dale Talon. Change it up a bit.
0: A bit of Dale Talon? All right. So, yeah. So, Dale Talon is out as Panthers GM, uh, which came as a massive shock to literally nobody. And. I mean, yeah. I mean, Christ, what do you expect? All of his contracts this season were that he gave out in the off season last year were just bad, and we talked about that at the time. You know, Bobrovsky, Stroman, Achari. I think there was one other, but not good. He uh, he swung for the fences and it failed. And I was I was thinking about this the other day, and I just wonder if he just thought, you know what, I can get anybody. We're going to get Coach Q. He'll just make them really good. And of stuff it's not worked out. And it's it's funny how.
1: The sort of age and skill of your best player really sort of skew the perception around the rest of the team. Yeah, you're right. Because obviously, Alex Barkov shit out, and he's still only 24. But then he's like the youngest player on that team, basically. Do you know, or, do you
0: know what he's? Do you know he's really underrated? Well, did you know that? I've nah,
1: I didn't know that actually. No, okay. He's he's so underrated that I've know. never even heard that.
0: Yeah i have just i have been just heard of him just now when you said his name. So that's under radius.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been out of uh, of who you play for. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have got <laughs> well, the yeah. I'm like, oh, How are you making that one up? <laughs> it's uh, it's not, gonna, not even a player. But like, yeah. uh the next. So there's there's a there's a couple of other twenty four year olds and twenty three year olds, but he's basically he's the youngest good player on that team. Apart from our net blad. it's not uh, it's not really a very good situation, especially when you're far in. I don't know if you've heard that, but Sergei Probovsky didn't have a very good year. And uh, that was the first of seven.
0: Yeah, it's okay, though, because they're not, they're not paying him like the moon, are they? He's only making, you know, was it one point? A- oh, that's yeah. In, yeah. In, in the wrong place, that decimal point, sorry. Yeah. They're
1: yeah. paying, paying him yeah, a moon, some sort of yeah. moon.
0: They're not paying him the fucking gross GDP of some sort of, you know, small island countries, are they?
1: No, no, of course not. Of course not. That'd be, that'd be mental. It's, it's a situation where, like, who are they going to bring in? Because, because of the Panthers clearly want to save money where they can. Yeah. But at the same time, with their hiring of Joel Quenneville, they clearly think that sort of leadership and, in, in the hockey ops department, is something worth investing in? So I don't necessarily see them bringing in someone, yeah, you know, he's never fucking heard of. But at the same time, who who's going to want to take this on?
0: He you knows out there still, don't you? Oh,
1: uh, I hope I hope hey. more. I d- I, d- I just don't see how he's ever going to get a job ever again. I've got-
0: well, of course he's not. Unfortunately, as well. As I've mentioned this a million times before, being British and writing things about hockey on Twitter sometimes gets you the, yeah, but mate, you do know this, don't you? Like, yes, I know. <laughs> I get it. They're not going to hire the Teflon Don. I understand. Can't make any fucking jokes joke, But I can fucking wish. I wish so much. It's
1: PC gone mad, but you can't joke about Peter really getting another job.
0: I know. I mean, you know. Back in the day, you could joke about Peter Cirelli all you want, and now it's all, no, you know, don't joke about him. <laughs> it's very sad.
1: Respect. Ever since he was in that car crash. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you know who it's going to be? Do you know who I reckon it's going to be? Dean Lombardi. Shit. That's not a bad shout. That's, that's, that's where my shout. money's going. Because I don't reckon it'll be Ronnie Hextall, because he'll take one. If, if he didn't get the Minnesota job because he said it's fucked, he's not going to get this job. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after
0: good point. Okay, Ron, thanks for coming in for us. Yeah, no problem, guys. Okay, here's the first thing we've got to do, we've got rid of that goalie. <laughs> Shit. Never <laughs> right. thanks Ron, thanks for coming in.
1: You see, everyone on this list of of players this is the players I wanna I wanna get rid of. Um <laughs> Ron you've just you've just printed out a cat friendly page and crossed out Alexander Barkov.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm well aware. Yeah. Something else with this Florida situation is a bit fucked, and linking back to like the age of the roster and stuff. Oh yeah, go on.
0: That
1: they've they've drafted some quite high profile and decent prospects, or or at least prospects that for a couple of years were considered to be, you know, these guys are coming and they're going to be good. So like Henrik Borgstrom, Alexi Heponiemi, Owen Tippett, none of them have gotten there yet. And and yes, they're still young to an extent. Borgstrom's 23, Tippett's 21. Heponiemi, where is he? Heponiemi's 21 as well. Heponiemi's just signed in Finland. I want to say Henry Borgstrom has signed overseas as well. I couldn't tell you that for certain, but I think he has. Point being, either way, with a league that's getting younger and younger and younger, I think it's relatively fair to say that if you're not a Borgstromer, especially if you haven't and the others who haven't even got NHL games at all, if you haven't got an NHL game by the time you're 21, I think you know next year is almost do or die for those guys as impact players. Do you think that's fair to say? Like no. the point being, they just haven't. It's, it's the prospects aren't you... coming through. They're not making it through to the big club for yeah whatever True.
0: You are right. You are right. It's strange, though, isn't it? Hockey, you just get because you just get stories all the time of oh, this guy didn't get his first start so till he was twenty six, twenty seven, and somehow look mm-hmm. at him now, kind of thing. Like, it doesn't seem to happen yeah. now and again. You got a point though. You have got a point. You would think, it, especially the guys who are twenty three, twenty four, you think well, surely by now you'd have got a, you know at least something going. But for...
1: and I think the right. the other thing that really stands out for me against those three in particular because yeah, while well, Ballstrom and. Uh, and Hepo Niemi are Swedish. Is is he? No, both Finnish. Forgive me. They're both Finnish. So yeah, you do get a lot of those European prospects who take a while to come over for whatever reason. All three of those players are North American trained. Niemi was with the uh, with the Thunderbirds. He was in the WHL wherever he was. Yeah. Um, Borgström was at the University of Denver in the NCAA, and Tippett was was in the IHL. So, there's not even that added layer of excuse of, oh, he's stuck over in Sweden, he's taking a while to get used to the North American game, whatever it might be. It just, it just reeks to me of not only is this roster not constructed well, but there's something wrong at a franchise level when it comes to developing players.
0: Well, there isn't, though. I mean, Christ. I, like I said to you last week, if I if I hear, if I I say in the next five years Florida could be a team to watch this year, you just come and punch me in the face. I, you know, I'll, I'll give you free right to because there's something just deep ingrained in the culture there that's uh, just not right. I know that you,
1: you say in five years on, on your recommendation, I went back and listened to the Pog Bunny episode of Pog Soup today. Oh, no way. Yeah, well, I was just on in the background while I was working or whatever. And they it was almost like a perfect episode to listen to, not just for the interview, with the pub buddy, but uh Wachitiki and Lozo did a little rundown of GMs and whether they're you know solid in their in their job on shaky ground or should get fired today. And this was back in two thousand seventeen. And Christ almighty some of those uh A A some of the names on that list and B like the answers that they gave. Were, some of them were just so out of whack and it's, it just yeah, shows that, how much things can change in such a relatively short amount of time
0: oh yeah don't ever go back and listen to any predictions though, because you just don't look <laughs> like a fool which is why i've almost kind of you know when, when we do like you know the season primer or stuff like that to get ready for the new season i'm just really aware now like why are we doing predictions it's just re- like same for the playoffs like, yeah, I'll, I'll just throw some out on Twitter. I'm, I'm really not going to sit there and try and fucking analyse. There's no point. It doesn't. There's no point. Because you're, you're almost never going to be right. Yeah. Kay. It's just it's just a waste of time. Is is there a particular prediction
1: that's making you think that Dan, at all? Or?
0: Well, yeah, like half of them I've ever made. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe. Half are okay. Half are completely terrible. It's just you know everyone's at fifty fifty, aren't they? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's move on
1: <clears throat> to some predictions.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's move on now to an hour's <laughs> worth of predictions. We were watching the Coyotes uh, Predators, Predators game live last week, and the game went to OT and, and finished after we'd finished uh, recording. And meanwhile, we're talking about it and how we had the Preds as being one of the teams that were very interested to see what happens in the off season because they don't—they just seem to have lots of very good players. And we have coined some phrases on our show. Uh, in our time such as the going rate which was what you know is expected for a trade nowadays which was a first a prospect and a player obviously we coined the phrase for the uh, for the Teflon Don and we've also come up with another one now which is a, a Magic Beans player and this was a player that who if you're building a team cap, structure or money is no object would you pick this player a guy that you can build your team around obviously you know like your McKinnons your Crosbys your McDavid's and we just thought, the Preds really don't have that player. We had Yossi as, as the only one, but we even didn't consider him a slam dunk. We said he probably is, but we weren't like, oh yeah, for sure, like, Yossi is definitely it And we're just going to say, if you don't have any Magic Beans players, then you're going to need a Magic Beans-style coach who just can get the absolute most out of every single player. And we're just saying, you know, like, <laughs> there was an interesting stat about the Preds sort of made the final... Lost in the conference final. Lost in the second round. Lost in the first round. Or you know, it was or maybe it was one before that. But you know, now they didn't even make the playoffs properly. And you know, just add those to the list of teams that are just. I think it would be interesting to watch this year.
1: To to see what they do roster wise, and and as what we were yeah, saying at the start sure. of the show, what can they do? Uh-huh. This this is a bunch of above average players on above average money which arguably are going to be the harder players to, to move because you're going to have an inflated salary versus what they're actually worth. Not necessarily uh on like bad value, but it's going to be a case of, can I take on a, an 8 million Ryan Johansson when he's not going to give me excess value on that contract? He might be worth 8 million, but he's not going to play to, to more than that. If you know what I mean, like I'm, I'm not going to, make any savings I'm not going to exploit any aspect of the market by taking on a right chance do you know what I mean
0: yeah no you're right
1: Well really you know for the next few seasons it's going to be about getting those cheap players to play better than their gap bit so to to take on a a sort of middle class player both in skill and, and value is going to be very hard to do of a a car tourist probably is a bad example because he's not been worth his contract, but to move a six million dollar to car tourist is gonna be nigh impossible.
0: Unless you unless you eat some of the contract. You don't mind having Carl tourists for like three million, do you? You know what I mean? But then you don't mind it so much.
1: That almost defeats the purpose if you're trying to move someone out, doesn't it? Like from the from the predator's point of view. I'd agree you you arguably might be getting Carl Taurus is worth it, say, 3 million that you'd save by eating half his contract. But then you're, you're probably getting the same level of player for the same level of contract. So what's the point of, of trading him?
0: True. It's, it's the classic thing of, why would you trade this player? Because you'd want to get that same player back anyway. Yeah.
1: Unless <laughs> yeah. well, trade Carl Touris. We might even get a Carl Taurus back for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well then, uh, well, then, uh, you know, I suppose that there are those trades... You know, if it's offense for defense, or mm. if you're on the right, if you're on the right side of the trade, you don't mind so much, do you? I suppose.
1: I, I always like being on the
0: right side of things, personally.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Predictions on this show, notwithstanding, of course. Oh, no, no,
1: of course no Well, I
0: mean, I like to, but I just rarely am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to be right, but yeah, it's very rare that I am.
1: You know, in the the wise words of Eddie Hearn, "Oh, well, I want an 11 inch penis. But that's not going to happen, is it?" <laughs> <laughs> did you was see saying, him on, on Sky Sports about, the other sorry, day I was going to say what on you on, see, did you see him on Sky
0: Sports the other day Eddie Hearn no not the other day I've not seen him on Sky Sports for a while
1: oh mate he was I don't know what he was fucking doing promoting some sort of fight and um it's just it's him and a, him and a live reporter or whatever and the reporter starts speaking he's going live he's, he's live on telly Eddie Hearn doesn't realise it and he does the fucking um Shamone motherfuckers from both Selector. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and just the beauty of it so like it's like a wide shot with her slightly behind the reporter the reporter starts speaking pauses Eddie Hearn does his thing and then the guy starts saying oh I'm sorry about the use of profane language and while he's saying that it's just zooming in on Eddie Hearn and the look over his face is just like oh fuck what have I done oh, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic beautiful
0: my dad's gonna ring me about that one <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> without a doubt we're not going to sit here and break down the fucking numbers and all that shit and do predictions because why bother? It's the uh, it's the playoffs. Nothing makes sense, and uh, um, we'd only get wrong anyway. Already. Yeah, <laughs> and this has already been proven by having a double OT and a quintuple OT, mate. It was insane. Let me tell you.
1: That's, uh, did you watch the whole
0: thing of the, of the? No, I right. This is how much I wanted to stick with it. I had to go to bed. So it got to about 10 past one in the morning. And I was like, I have to go to bed at some point. And at this point, I was just thinking, no one's ever going to score because the players are going to be so tired. <laughs> like they're not going to be able to do anything. So I actually went to bed and put it on the radio in my headphones and just fell asleep. And, and they still, it still doesn't finish when I fell asleep at like 25 past one.
1: Like a, like a Champions League game when you're seven years
0: old. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I've got to stick with it now. Like I've I've, I've come this far, I've I've got to carry on. Mate. Five OT though, just madness
1: for a, for a game that had a fucking eight o'clock punch on. <laughs> I I cannot get over. I absolutely love the fact that they had to push back the Bruins Hurricanes game by a
0: day because to of the it. next day to, to the, the next, next day. Fucking day. And and oh, they're having to play a um back to back because of it. Yeah, they're playing tonight. And and they're playing later tonight, so is Poke drop's not something what, about one o'clock in the morning our time? So I won't be watching it. But <laughs> I think you know that's day.
1: that's the most messed up part of it for me—the fact that they've then been forced into a back to back. Because yeah, I'd give a monkeys if you if you you know spread out the Poke Drop times as much as possible. You're still two days in a row playing the game, which I think is a little bit unfair on the on the birds and Hurricanes.
0: Yeah, it it is, but. Both teams are going to be. It's a back to back after a double OT as well. Both teams are yeah. going to be in the same position, aren't they? It's not. You know what else can you do though? What, like seriously, what, what else can you do? I, I can't you, really.
1: You could have just shifted the whole series across a day, <laughs> a month. <laughs> just, just play in the soft October, it'd be fine. Yeah,
0: just, just play, just play during the off season. We'll, we'll retro, we we'll retrofit all the, uh, all the scores and everything.
1: But, but they were. They were moving to play on a day that there are games happening anyway, so I reckon you just move them to that slate of of game schedule now. Yeah, clearly, clearly uh, not
0: for for old Gaz. Clearly not. Yeah, I got I got nothing for that. So, so could, just a couple of things. The officiating's already been playoff standard, which is to oh, say man. terrible. Have you seen the um, the second Bruins goal from last night?
1: No, no, I haven't.
0: <laughs> so it's what. So Brindamore's got the torts twenty five thousand dollar fine for his views on the officials when he he called it basically a crime scene, which was hilarious. I will tell you, as as a you know as a non kind of my team is always right type thing, that should never have been a goal for the Bruins ever. It was horrific, horrific. And then Mrazek literally had the puck covered with his uh, with his trapper, and oh, then it just gets you know, you know, uh, out. The Bruce play just smacked it out of it. It it, it wasn't even he dug it out. He just smacked his hand, and the puck came loose. And then obviously Brindlemore was like, "Well, where's the call?" And the ref went, "Well, the ref didn't blow his whistle, so I can't do anything." God,
1: these <laughs> like, these what? soft Central European <laughs> goalies,
0: awful. And there were so many. There were so many missed calls in in that five OT game. I just I just because I was just like, "All right, that's a all right. That has to be a penalty." Because I, I I didn't have the sound on for it. I was doing something else at the time, I was just watching it and listening to something else. I just kept like thinking, that's gotta be a penalty. That has to be a penalty. And then there were missed calls in the in the Bruins Hurricanes game as well. And and that's it's very the peculiar. Thing, like, they just let so much go in the playoffs.
1: You you never get to five OTs if they actually call fucking penalties. Yeah, it's true. And it's it's, it's the age old thing of all oh, we don't want to influence the the outcome. So like, well not calling the penalty is influencing the fucking outcome.
0: Yeah, of course it is.
1: It's saying that you know you can get away with it. It's it's prison balls. I'm not I'm not fucking about that. I don't I don't care if you think prison hockey. (laughs) If if no, we
0: need a prison hockey league, that's what we need. That's PHL. (sighs) No. No,
1: well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not getting suckered in to who's going to play in the prison hockey <laughs> I'm not <laughs> do
0: you know what, shit, you're right I did, I wasn't actually thinking of that, I was actually thinking of just not players playing in it, just like random prisoners because <laughs> it could be like, there's some famous uh, prisons in England like Strange Ways Broadmoor, or like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you're right let's not get into that because it could get a bit dicey <laughs>
1: Would would old would Old Bronson play in a prison rules hockey league? Of course he fucking would, wouldn't he? He might do. Yeah, you'd have to chop it and chop him out as as bro, Bob Probo, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Just Charlie the Enforcer, fucking hell. Christ
0: yeah, I'll say. The only other thing I wanted to mention about the playoffs was obviously with the with the Blue Jackets going through, I think it's amazing that Brobroski, Panarin and Duchesne all leave Columbus. like <laughs> you know <laughs> they're, they're for, they're for better green masters playing on a better team and yeah people all sat home watching Columbus on the telly it's great it's, it's beautiful it it really is I just
1: because they're still they've got good players like Renski and Jones are good and Debois good and Kavak and Cern etc etc there's just something like missing with the Blue Jackets yet they still manage to keep doing it a, a, bit, a bit like the Islanders. Do
0: all the simple things properly. Do all the simple things properly and else will just you know hopefully else will just fall into place for you.
1: They they remind me of like a an FA Cup run team. But like every year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so true. That's so true.
1: If if you if you just chucked Bradford into the prem and they just hung about. It's alright. <laughs> Keep getting ninth.
0: Yeah, they just hang around for a bit. So yeah, so we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna go through every single bloody series and, and do all the predictions, and everything. Uh, more kind of, what would you like to see happen in, in the uh, in the postseason this year? So I'll I'll let you start. Well,
1: I think because like, we we've got the luxury of doing this after game one, sort of think yeah, so we we're, we're already a game into it. Again, not that these are predictions per se, but we do have some evidence of what these playoffs might end up like. I've got to say, so far. Happy with all the results, to be honest. I think, Apart from one, right? Surely. <laughs> no, I'll I, I, I tell you for why, Dan, I don't want I don't,
0: the Stars to win their okay, series. This is, you're going to do that really annoying thing. It's actually good that my team lost, and here's why. Shut
1: up. <laughs> no, it's, uh, obviously, I'd, I'd rather than win the cup, but it's, it's the issue of rewarding. I don't think,
0: I don't think you would, genuinely. But it, it,
1: It'd be rewarding bad behaviour. This <laughs> is this reinforcing like oh don't worry this this team's not actually shit they're actually really good because they won the cup oh no no fucking them is it
0: <laughs> how many times we have this conversation if your team wins the cup they're not a bad team <laughs> that's not possible yeah,
1: yes, yes yes it is
0: yes it, you can't fluke sixteen wins and be bad doing it you can't it's not possible
1: yeah, but I'm not I'm not happy about the way that they're going to win these sixteen games when they win the cup down. <laughs>
0: theory me, theory me, fuck me. Hey.
1: But yeah, yeah. Obviously, I would like the the stars to win, but fucking whatever. Generally, like the Canucks beating beating the Blues is something I'd love to see. I'd love to see the the Canucks go on a little little run. I think.
0: My- right, hang on now, because you've mentioned that. I was going to mention that as well, but I will say, mate, I know that's going a- to happen.
1: That the beautiful. Blues are going
0: to absolutely like dirty. The Canucks out of this cup, I guarantee it. Do you reckon? I oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: I wonder because I think I think some teams are gonna. It's not going to happen to every team, but some teams are going to get steamrolled by the fresher legs, not the fresher legs, the 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 more warmed up legs. You know what I mean?
0: I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's it's a warmed up team. I, I just think, and I, so when I'm saying that, I mean like they're just going to dirty the Canucks out of it. At it's, some point, you know. Patterson's going to catch a Oh, it's a stray elbow. Fucking Hughes is going to get a Kachuk skate down his fucking Achilles or something like that. I can I can just see it coming.
1: But they, they haven't got Ryan Reeves anymore, so who's going to do it?
0: Mate, they didn't have him last season. And they, uh, they fucking heavied their way well, through, d- didn't they? Pat,
1: Pat Maroon's gone as well. Fair point. Yeah, light, lightweight team now.
0: Yeah, lightweight team now. Bunch of panties. Yeah, you know, especially, after that, especially after getting beat 5-2 last night. There's no way. I, I'd be... I'd be amazed. And I'm not trying to say, again, I don't think blues players are going to intentionally injure a Canucks player. Maybe I am. No, I'll double down, actually. Yeah, maybe I am. I am saying that. Yeah, why not?
1: <laughs> if, if we carry on as we are, just to, to, <laughs> yeah. to drag it back a bit, not to get baited in. Yeah, go on. If we end up with Vegas, Colorado, Calgary, uh, Vancouver, the Islanders and the Bruins, and uh, Tampa Bay, Philly. I think that's a decent second round, if
0: you ask me. I'm trying to think if there's any matchup I wouldn't want coming into the second round. I really don't think there's anything that would actually be like, oh bloody hell! I don't. Isn't anything?
1: It's hard. The one that's breaking my heart is is Boston, Carolina, because I think that's the one where I want both teams to come through. in That.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. From a stylistic point, it'd be cool to have like both teams making it through.
1: A, not just a stylistic point though like I, I want to see Carolina carry on doing well you know but, but it's also a course case my of my
0: team wins you're really happy for me I appreciate that Will thanks a lot
1: I'm a very supportive friend in, in that sense but no, again like the Bruins I really like the construction of the Bruins squad at the moment you've got three three good scoring lines and yeah the I like Charlie Mackowiak as a D man. I like a bit of Tony sort of thing. It's all, it's all not working nicely. It'd be good to see that carry on. Be hard. I just don't know. Is Israel? I, I don't want to see Philly go on the run. I really do. If if you got Philly to the final, if you ended up like a Philly Vegas or a Philly Colorado final, that'd be exciting.
0: Mate, I had Philly as my fucking sleeper team to win. I know. I know. If I know. they fucking do something, I will. I might kill myself. <laughs> After picking him oh. and then deciding, I'm not going to bet on that. That'd be stupid. <laughs> Fuck.
1: I've I've heard of um, crying because he's so happy, but committing suicide because he's so happy.
0: <laughs> no, I wouldn't be I'd, be. I'd commit suicide because I'd be so fucking annoyed at myself for being an idiot and not putting money on it. You know, I think that's more more reasonable, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Something else that has to happen. Columbus has to beat Tampa. They just have to. <sighs> but It'd but just again, like, hilarious
1: the lightning have got to win the cup at some point just to restore some semblance of faith in, you know, sense Doing things science, in the science. Way. Yeah, We've got, we can't have like the best regular season team by a country mile for the last five years you know, fail to beat fucking Haven of Waterlooville
0: well and see, and this is why the Bruins were clever can't get the President's Trophy curse and that first round seed curse would be the fourth seed, genius Genius by the Bruins. Get us stink coffee straight away in the playing round.
1: I <laughs> the 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 seeding is fucking me up. Just looking at this bracket is is messing me up. But at the same time, it's nice to actually have some interesting you know matchups in the bracket, sort of thing. You can see the path. Yeah, no, I agree.
0: You're right. <sighs> Go
1: on, that was Robin was fucking dumb. Yes, yeah, boy. We've got to see Colorado break out in a in a sort of in the way that like Carolina did last year. If, if yeah, the Avalanche don't get definitely. to the to the conference final, I'll be disappointed.
0: Uh, do you know what? I, like Nathan McKinnon as well. Uh, he needs he needs some kind of. You took a team friendly deal. We then built a good team around you. Here is your reward for being fucking good to us and and doing you know like kind of making that sacrifice and not taking sort of ten eleven million dollars
1: and and to be fair a, a reward to the Avalanche as well for like we said the, the Lightning doing it the proper way yeah, yeah. Like they've built a good team they've made some risky trades and stuff this that and the other yeah the
0: fucking dude that Matt Duchesne trade that's insane like Steve it. Dangle did a really good trade uh, breakdown of that trade it is insane how much they won that trade and how All much they the, got out of it the, the, the trade trade really thing brilliant. that he does yeah absolutely brilliant work from Joe Sakic. brilliant work
1: well, and, and again this that our super episode earlier when they got to Joe Zaki like, is he safe or not? Like they were laughing about how bad he's been, as as everybody was. As everybody was three years ago.
0: Yeah. It was like
1: he was the poster boy for this is why you don't hire ex players. You know? Don't just get the geezer who lost, war who has the most fucking points in franchise history and make him your your GM and and here we are. The now. abs
0: the abs that year were basically the Sens that everyone was just like, they've got how many points? This is hilarious. They're so bad, it's hilarious. But, uh, but they, terrible. Nathan McKinnon's first overall, are you fucking kidding me? He's such a fucking disaster.
1: It was like, worse in the sense because like, the Avalanche weren't necessarily trying to be bad. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> more like the sharks in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, you're right. But worse, but way worse. Oh yeah, yeah oh, So much worse. Historically bad.
1: And 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 now they're yeah, the envy of the NHL in a lot of ways. Good, good Can't young. Because we
0: mentioned them? That's oh, right. I
1: was, was going to say a good, good young team with more good young players to come.
0: Yeah, the, the ABS are among those teams like the Lightning. They, they've built their team and constructed their roster in the perfect way. You know, got good young players. Trades have worked out. You know, they've they've kind of made good trades when they've had to do them not overpaid players, you know, got guys who are willing to take less deal, got good guys in on the back end, like third and fourth liners. Yeah, you just don't want to see a team like, could <laughs> kind have of almost not deservedly do it just by fluking it.
1: Like, um, like what's going to happen to the Leafs this this summer where they just implode because they haven't had the success. You don't want don't have the Avalanche turn up like Leafs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because we mentioned both the Bruins and the Avs, I do want to see not for, obviously, obviously selfish reasons, on the Bruins to get there, but the Bruins to play the abs in the final to see if they can get Kadri to lose his mind again.
1: <laughs> just make him <laughs> fucking, I don't know, knee to Krug in the head or something like
0: that. Just something. Just see if he'll just lose the plot again. <laughs> just get under his skin somehow. Because, you know, mate, you know if they played, oh my God, the needle he would get. The Like, how much chirping Kadri will get, just so he <laughs> Just see if he'd lose the plot and cross-check Jake Dubrowski in the fucking noggin again.
1: But he's <laughs> he's not in a, he's not on beliefs anymore. So he's lost it's that true. curse of of sort of seeing the red rag. Maybe
0: it doesn't feel that like pressure anymore.
1: I mean, maybe. Yeah, what else you got? I, t- I don't know. I, I just want all the teams to have fun, really. Can every team win? Ah. I'll I tell you what. I don't want the stars or the flames getting past the second round. I don't really want of the Islanders to do well. Because they're both okay. they're both fucking boring shit teams. Like, who would want that?
0: Like, oh. I wouldn't mind seeing beat the Caps just so trots can have his revenge. That'd be quite cool.
1: Yeah, alright.
0: And again, it, it is didn't, for not Didn't, more he, the didn't he get off. his
1: revenge by, by turning down that contract, though?
0: Well, I don't think he turned down the contract, did he? He was He was like... It was like we're going to shit, can you? At the end of the season, you've won a cup. Oh, would you like a new contract? <laughs> no, yeah, so he, so he, he did turn
1: down a contract. That's still him getting the last laugh and saying, "Now nah, fuck can you, see you later."
0: I guess, and it is also, it is also funny that you know the prodigal son goes back to Toronto because the Islanders are an absolute joke, and then the Islanders are actually quite good, which is one of those mad things.
1: Are <sighs> still are they are they quite good really? They haven't been they haven't been as good this year as they were last year. Last year they were good, and um, true, true. Funnily enough, Robin Leonard's gone, and now they're not as good as they were. It's weird, that, isn't it? Very, very strange. That's semi-finals. I,
0: um, I also had. That the flyers have to chase Carey Price out at least two games so that we can <sighs> still run our he is pants narrative. I'm that's not happy at the moment. That's the thing. Well. It's it's got to be
1: it's got to be a sweep, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's not good.
0: It needs to be a sweep and he needs, you know, we need to concede at least five or six in his next two games. I'm not happy. Just an absolute game four blowout.
1: Nine. Because <laughs> he's more than the player
0: prices. What we need <laughs> to <laughs> see. Fucking amazing.
1: We need to see the Patrick Noir event for Kerry Price. He takes <laughs> He takes nine, gives up fucking nine, doesn't get pulled, and on his way out, he's like, fuck you, Berger, I'm out of here.
0: Yeah, here's <laughs> your problem, right? Here's your problem. When Patrick Ward did it, if fucking Hulk Bergervan was sat there, he wouldn't have said shit. Because <laughs> he'd have been too scared to say anything. Can't to anything to Mark Bergervan? He's it's, fucking sat there busting out of his fucking MS suit. It's set, no up,
1: it's set up perfectly now. Bryce gives up nine, doesn't get pulled, storms off, throws his pads at Kirk Muller, shouts at him in French, and then Kirk Muller's like, I don't know what the fuck he just said,
0: mate. <laughs> Is he alright? What did he say? What did he say?
1: What's the problem? Where's my translator? Uh, what, is, what does Tabernak
0: mean? <laughs> 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 he keeps calling me mad. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Is, there, is Co- Co- happening? Does that having Is that me? murder. i help me? Am alright. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like murder. He's going to try and kill me. Oh, dear. Yeah, never going to happen, mate. Fucking berge sat there. He just walked past just him and said anything.
1: Okay, for me, wouldn't That'd be, that'd be <laughs> pretty good anyway. Like... Kerry Price tries to throw a stop on his way out, and literally gets murdered by Mark. But Mark, mur, mur, murder van, murder man, <laughs> Mark, murder man. That's what "murder means in French, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Mark the murder man. Christ. Okay. Anything else? Anything else from you, mate?
1: No, I don't. I don't think so. Like I. I like the matchups. I, I really do. I think there's some. Above I've got
0: to say, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, really enjoying it. It's, so it's
1: been good so far. Tonight going to have some interesting games as well. Like, yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's working nicely so far.
0: Do you? One last quick little thing. go on. Go on hit me. Do you genuinely? Do you genuinely believe that after over seven thousand tests in this bubble, that nobody has had any problem?
1: I was just about to say. Until <laughs> until I thought we were moving on. That is that is until it's the, unlike, ma- the oh, massive scandal comes out that yeah. an entire team's got COVID and they're just not doing anything about right.
0: it. Because there's been a, there's been a few unfit to plays, hasn't there? Mate, ha- haven't they just? And they just <laughs> Mate, include <laughs>
1: Julian as fucking coronavirus. And they're just lying
0: about it. <laughs> <laughs> heard he had coronavirus. No no it's okay. It was only a heart attack.
1: Well, <laughs> like, that's gonna
0: have to be the line.
1: He's not gonna be back for the rest of the series. What you mean a, a yeah. like a two week quarantine
0: period? Yeah. Do you mean like a two week thing? No, 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 not that. Yeah, we're not we're not saying
1: fourteen days. Nobody nobody has said anything about fourteen days. Yeah. In, in Nicholas Backstrom, is in a concussion protocol.
0: <sighs> I I'll tell you it's what. Fit. It's interesting. It's it's interesting. I, I don't know.
1: And for oh the, the socks are back by the way. For okay. the, I was
0: just gonna say the socks the, are back the
1: well. Tampa Bay Grey socks. <laughs> considering, you know, in the build in the build up to this bubble thing, it was like now nah, you're not gonna hear squat about players fitness or whatever, it's either gonna be unfit to play or fit to play. That's what you're gonna get. We we sure have heard more than I'd imagined we would about shit like the fact that we know that Nick Backstrom's in concussion protocol is weird. Yeah, and and to an extent, even even Claude
0: Julien, <laughs> pains all right. Oh fucking hell! I've got to, oh god! I've got to say this. on uh, did you see that picture Gord Miller put on from TSN?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Mate, I cannot believe that I never knew that. Ultra thin in French is ultra mince. Isn't that just beautiful? <laughs> This is the fucking ultra mints, man. Do you, you want to explain,
0: do you want to explain the picture? Or slight Shall I do it?
1: I would, I would love to. I would really, really, really enjoy explaining this picture. So, so Gordon Miller. Brain. Off you go. Is, is Gordon Miller still, still broadcasting? Or is he one of the ones who's, no, I'm thinking of Darren Millard, who's called it a day? Gordon Miller, TSN. Yeah. Still floating about. Oh, before we get on to this, uh, shout out to Bob McKenzie. Oh, yeah,
0: shout out to Bob, yeah. uh, Semi-retirement. Kind of semi-retirement. Did you hear him on the Overdrive show? It was hilarious.
1: No, was he just didn't? Was it just fucking Bobby Margarita on the
0: airwaves? (laughs) Fuck, this show's going to run long now. I didn't plan on doing it, but it really cracked me up. I'll just say this quickly. Somebody, the Overdrive guys were saying, do you think that Bob's going to take any calls? Because he's probably still going to get calls from people saying, have you heard about this, Bob? Like, this is something, isn't it? And he's going to maybe take the call or something. And one of them said, yeah, he ain't taking any calls. Like once he's away, he is away. That's it. And the other two were kind of saying, no, no, he'll still take calls now and again and blah, 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 blah. So they get Bob McKenzie on. And the first thing they said was, are you going to take calls? And it was basically, if my phone rings, I'm chucking it in a fucking river, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the second thing was, was... Uh, I think it, it might have been about the Leafs or the Lightning I can't remember but it was basically what do you think the front office things about this and his answer was basically I don't know I'm in semi-retirement I don't know
1: <laughs> don't know <laughs> like, don't who's care already
0: checked out? don't give a shit like, yes I love it <laughs>
1: it's just going to be videos of him working out in his garage listening to Pitbull and making margaritas <laughs> you just
0: carrying
1: on so,
0: yeah, sorry
1: on, yeah, mate, uh, this picture <laughs> so, this picture that's more important news
0: that's um, more important news <laughs>
1: I can't, I can't build it up or beat around the bush. There's a used Johnny packet in the bubble.
0: A pack of three as well.
1: Was it a pack of three? I mean, out another ultra thin feel. Where's that come from, dad?
0: I thought the same thing. There was many, many questions I had regarding this, The uh, this packet of Johnny's. The first one was, at least they're being safe. Yeah. You can't ever. You um, can't ever complain about safe sex, Will. That's a good thing.
1: No, we can't, and and you don't want to mock people for it either, because then you no, sort of run the not. risk of turning other people away from
0: it. And then, in about ten seconds, I did the classic. Oh well, clearly someone's brought loads of girls in there. Fast forward ten seconds, or did they? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, doesn't have to be girls. It doesn't have to be girls in there, does there?
1: No. I love I love, I love the idea that it's all right, you're, you're in the bubble. And within a week, it's like, right, we've got to do something about this. <laughs> it's gone fucking all of the, <laughs> the Flies after a week.
0: <laughs> somebody somebody had a fantastic tweet, which was... um, oh God, I can't remember I what it was now, but it was basically along the lines of people's first reaction to this was they must have snuck a girl in. My first reaction was not that. (laughs) So yeah, you're right. Doesn't mean there's girls in there at all. Can I can I be very
1: boring and propose a more sensible more sensible sort of uh,
0: explanation? They were just having a posh. Is that what you're gonna say? (laughs) I did did think that, but no. Yeah. Also possible
1: possible. Why why would you why would you bother?
0: Well, mate, oh, fuck. Here we go. I'm telling you because that. you can do it anywhere. Then, will you're not looking for a sock or maybe some kind of toilet or th- like receptacle to put it in. You <laughs> can just, you know, in <laughs> bed, can't you?
1: in in the fucking players' left. <laughs> but you a, could a couple of a couple of your teammates are playing FIFA on the big screen and the rest of the back, fucking pushing one out.
0: You no, thought, that- you saw that picture, fucking. Um, <laughs> who put it on from the from Vegas they had movie night what picture you're sat at the back at movie night and it's a quiet dark room you can posh one out in there for
1: sure fucking, right we got we got two films we've got fucking basic instincts and uh or <laughs> <laughs> oh and, god alright talk about fucking dragging it on Longer if I'm if I'm a millionaire yeah yeah. Or on or on millionaire wages, effectively. Yeah, pushing it is for for cheapos. Like if, if I'm if I'm if I'm a millionaire and I'm interested in having having a posh bank, like,
0: yeah,
1: I'm I'm buying some sort of upmarket flashlight, aren't I?
0: Mate, if you got that kind of money, you're buying one of those upmarket fucking dolls. That's yeah, but like if, if real, you're if like you're saying real. you
1: want if you're saying you want it to be covert, yeah, <laughs> you have your little. What's, the, what's that you got there you're just trying Steve, to just and stuff your fucking you just, just
0: trying to stuff your sex doll in the cabinet at the end of the day just in case anyone comes in in the morning or something <laughs> like just to, just to stay in the cupboard overnight
1: <laughs> you're fucking you're sharing a room with somebody they're like oh when do I when do I leave my polo shirts like open the cupboard and just loads of like those silicon asses fall out on top of it <laughs> 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 So, but no, my my sensible explanation was: we've seen the state of these hubs, yeah, and yeah. The, this was a photo of a, of a common packet outside, undeniably outside, wasn't it? Yeah, for
0: the sure, concrete floor.
1: Someone's probably just fucking thrown it over the fence.
0: No, I reckon so. Somebody's. Nah, that's that's uh, that's youthful will coming out again. I reckon someone's thrown this over the fence. No, they haven't. <laughs> not a chance.
1: I just, I just, it's either they're, they're bringing people in, or they're very, or very it's, likely. Yeah, I, th- that's what I reckon. They're bringing, bringing people in. And, and those, those people have coronavirus. Cool Julian's gonna die because of it. And they're just not gonna tell anyone. And in, yeah. Until in true, true NHL fashion. Uh, Patrice you must have been battling through a lot tonight you know to get to the cup win can, can you tell us about anything that the boys are playing with oh yeah well I mean I've I've had corona that uh, had corona towards <laughs> the to start of it
0: uh, yeah it's true the end of season injury report where it turns yeah. out like seven guys have had a broken legs and one guy's been playing with you know the hole in his heart and all that kind of shit you're going to find out like yeah 17 guys had fucking coronavirus do
1: me remember that year a couple of years ago <laughs> When he came out at the end of the season, like, oh yeah, Morensky like tore his shoulder blade in fucking yeah. October and just played the rest of the year.
0: Just carried on, fucking idiot. <laughs> like, dude, you could have got it, you could have got it fixed and been back in Feb. You've been fine. Nah, <laughs> so, just,
1: just keep just going, mate. Yeah, I I, th- I think you you raised a good point about the COVID tests. Like, if if there's a league that I do not believe is. Divulging accurate information.
0: <laughs> it's going to be the NHL. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, on that bombshell, let's get out of here. <laughs> this, is, uh, this has run on way too long, it's far too long than I wanted it to.
1: We're not going to do, not going to do another half an hour on which two players we think have been using those uh, those ultra minces.
0: <laughs> I really want to. I really want to, but no.
1: <laughs> I feel like dear. Take That's... care,
0: everybody. We'll talk to you next week. peace